Greeting fellow patriots, fellow Americans, fellow, I don't like Trump either. You know, it's, uh, fuck Trump. You know, I would really love to do a show that absolutely has nothing to do with that worthless piece of dookie. It would make my day. Have something else to talk about besides the buffoon himself. That would be good. This will be an extended uh, episode. I am, uh, I've got a good drive ahead of me. I'm going to grab my son up from b-ball practice. And I'm leaving work. And work and b-ball practice are a pretty good distance apart. So this might be a pretty good show. It's if you like listening to me. Which I hope you do. You know, it'd be really great if I got some feedback from some of you people. Every time I look at my analytics, I have plenty of people listening to my show, but no interaction. So I uh, I ask that uh, if you like my show, if you tune into my show, if you uh, like tuning into my show, you think oh, I got a good show, you like my voice, maybe. Hey, how you doing? What are you doing? Um... Do me a favor. Share it. Um, I have one outlet. Uh, you know, one social media account on Twitter. Danger Close USA. It's uh, Danger Close underscore USA on Twitter. Find me. Say hello. Say, hey, dude, I like your show. Hey, dude, you suck. Whatever. A little bit of feedback goes a long way with me. I um, had a good day today, learned a little about what I'm doing, Uh, I enjoy what I'm doing, it has many facets of work, it's not just one thing that you do on a daily basis, and uh, I'm looking forward to learning a little bit more about a couple of aspects of it that I haven't been really introduced to. So my job is, uh, you know, you know what I like about construction. What I like about construction is that the scenery changes. That you're basically not staring at the same walls and the same people on a daily basis doing the same thing. You might be on a job a day or two, maybe three, and then you're off to do something else in another part of the state. The scenery changes, the people change, the equipment you work with changes, so I enjoy what I do. I, uh, I actually, uh, I really love it. I, uh, also, I have been, uh, I have not been really paying much attention to Donald Trump ever since... I saw what happened in Chicago. I saw what happened at the Game Series 5. And uh, what happened at the UFC. You know, a lot of people... That was... You know, a lot of people have talked about the UFC being a good mix of both cheering and booing. I think it really depended on what side of the stadium or theater or wherever the hell it was that you're standing on. 
Because in a few of the videos, it sounds like a whole lot of fucking booing. And then in another video, it sounded like a pretty good mix. But here's the thing. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not categorizing Americans that go to UFC. But if he was ever going to go anywhere where he should not have gotten booed, you know, besides the NASCAR race and uh, the WWE, <laughs> I think, really, he uh, shouldn't have got booed so loudly at the UFC game. Or fight, whatever. It's all a game. But he did get booed, and listening to, I think I watched five or six different variants of recordings... I'd say one was very shitty for Donald Trump. Extremely shitty. You know, it seemed like the further you went back away from the octagon, the more booing you got. That makes sense. Um, you know, maybe people who could afford to sit closer to the octagon were cheering him, and those in the nosebleed section were going, Fuck you! And it was, a, you know, I could hear a lot of men actually screaming, you suck. There was one I listened to yesterday I thought was really pretty good. Um, it wasn't from the nosebleed section, but you could hear multiple men literally saying, fuck you and you suck from different directions in the recording. Of course, if you listen to guys like Eric Trump and Little Donnie Jr., Little Donnie, what is Little Donnie? little, little rich boy shit, Donnie, you get the idea that these guys are totally going to say and do whatever they can to make things better for their father, and uh, one of them actually tried to say it was a sound over, the Democrats are playing games with the recording, and they're, they're using a sound over, no, I, I really don't think it was, because the five or six, I, I'm pretty sure it was six or more. Uh, that I listened to, they were all basically the same. It just seemed like the further you got away from the octagon, the louder the booing and the more of the jeering that people were spewing at Donald Trump. It seemed like those that were closest to the octagon were kind of like, hey, yeah, all right, Donald Trump's here, uh, it's cool, yay. Don't really give a fuck. I can afford these tickets, yay. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not calling anybody like a, you know, a, a traitor that was at the UFC. I happen to like the UFC. I, I've used to own a lot of their DVDs. I've gotten rid of a few over the years, but I like to watch, you know, George St. Pierre was one of my favorites. A uh, complete professional. Uh, he was a really good fighter. He was a, a very fantastically supercharged, strong fighter. I always liked watching him fight. Um... He was one of the best, literally. Um, I was a, a Iceman, or whatever his Iceman was, an Iceman, I can't remember what the fuck his name was. I liked him too. And I liked a lot of the old fighters that started the UFC. But I've really not followed, you know, the rest of them, the newest fighters. I've not been paying attention. I like Ronda Rousey, but I also liked uh, Miss Kaufman. Sarah Kaufman, she was a good fighter. She was more of a stand-up uh, fist thrower, but she was pretty damn good at the fist throwing. I liked watching uh, Sarah Kaufman fight. Um, but to be honest, I've never really been into the UFC in a year or so. I mean, I haven't really been paying attention probably two years now. 
Um, so for me to turn on uh, the news and see the UFC fight and you hear Donald Trump get booed with a good mix, I don't think it was a really good mix. Like I said, like I really think it was depending where you were standing in that theater or arena or whatever the fuck it was, uh, depended on how the recording was, was made. Because I, I didn't really hear a lot of booing from people that were closest to the octagon. I did hear some booing that was close to the octagon, but not as much as the other people that were further away from the octagon. So I really think it depended where you were standing at that particular time when they marched the fucking moron in. And I'm going to call him a moron for, for the rest of my life. I literally, I can't help but call Donald Trump a fucking moron. I don't see intelligence when I listen to this man. I see a punk. I see a moron. I see a traitor. I, I listen to him talk, and it's amazing. It literally is just amazing that he even got elected. He's so fucking dumb. But, you know, what am I going to do? I mean, I can only... I'm not bitching and moaning about him. I'm just simply pointing out what I see. What I observe. What I ab absorbed. Since he became president. And what I see is a, a fucking moron. I can't... I don't have any other word that I can summarize how I see Donald Trump. How I view him. If you ask me to summarize him, that's my summary. He's a fucking moron. I really don't know what else you want from me. I can't give you anything else. I really can't. This is Danger Close USA American Podcast Radio. And this is your host, Jeff Kaufman. something interesting that I thought was really cool and I think a lot of many millions of Americans have seen this and heard about it already Twitter is refusing to run political ads Twitter is taking the high road while Facebook continues to take the low road and this is why I do not use Facebook like I used to I remember when it, I think it was 2008 Maybe 2007, I'm not exactly sure, when I first signed up for Facebook. And I friended everybody I knew from high school. Everybody I ever went to school with. All the people I know. From my childhood. People I spent time with. People I actually know. And I, I, I liked Facebook back in 2008. I liked it back in 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012. I quit using Facebook probably... 
two years ago. I get on occasionally. I'll post a link to one of these podcasts on my account. I've got like 800 followers or something on, on Facebook. And that's it. I don't care for Facebook. I have no use for Facebook. Number one reason, it's part of the division in America. It's causing division in America. It's causing family members to hate each other and fight over an asshole. And along with that, they allow a lot of disinformation. They allow a lot of Russian operatives. I know for a fact they do. You can't not deny it. If you're a webmaster and you decide that you want to test my theory, go ahead and post a link in one of those pro-Trump pages of Facebook or on one of those anti-Trump pages on Facebook. Post a link. Use your analytics. And uh, you will see a plethora of Russian people or bots or whatever clicking that link. It's usually almost like a third of the users on those pages are Russian. Why do Russians uh, get on Facebook and get on a pro-Trump page? They don't declare themselves Russian. You never hear, hi, I'm a Russian, I'm supporting you. No, they pretend to be Americans and they cause discord and division. I don't care what anybody says, I've seen it for myself. I'm a webmaster, I know how to use analytics. Google's analytics kicks ass. And uh, I've seen enough to know that, uh, yeah, you're not dealing with Americans on these pages. You're not. And I'm sorry, but it's the truth. You're not dealing with Americans when you're on these Facebook pages. Whether it's anti-Trump or pro-Trump, it does not matter. They, are, they, are, they have infiltrated our social media on Facebook and they are masters at it. They pretend to be Americans. They'll have the most patriotic profile picture. They'll have plenty of shit on their profile. And they do it on Twitter too. But it's becoming more and more and more easier to identify these fake accounts on Twitter. Because one, they don't use very good English. They have to use Google Translate. A major portion of them do anyways. And I've paid attention enough to realize that when they copy-paste, they're not exactly keeping the spaces even in between sentences. You know how, like, you put a space between words at the beginning and the end of sentences. They don't do that because they're copy-pasting. So when they translate Russian to English, they copy and paste their little four or five sentences, and they're not doing a very good job of spacing them. And another way I'm able to tell is they all look the fucking same. They all wear a little bit of bling-bling on their page, whether it be an American flag or, or a red X, or there's always some form of bling-bling on their page. I'm, I'm just saying, and usually they'll have like 18 followers. Now, I also heard that Russia's been able to hack the date of their signups. So when they open an account, in 2019, it's reading 2014, 2015, even though that's not true. I don't know how they're hacking it. Something Twitter needs to figure out. But literally, I've talked to people on these accounts who are fake, and I say, hey, how long have you been on Twitter? And they'll actually say, I've been here for a year, and their account says they've been there for 10. It's bull. Somehow they're hacking it. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. I think I'm right. I'm pretty sure I'm right. I've been watching enough of it, seeing enough of it. 
it, it's it's amazing. Why are they there? That's that's another question. Well, what better way to weaken America than to divide America? You know, united we stand in our pledge of allegiance isn't just a few little simple words. This country is weaker when we are divided. But the one thing Russians don't understand is even though we might be divided, I firmly believe, at least I hope, that if there was some sort of catastrophe, we would all unite again. We might put this dutard behind us, hopefully. I did happen to catch a couple videos uh, from a reporter who basically went to our capital and tried to interview congressmen and congresswomen as they were leaving meetings and trying to get to their office. What was really interesting about this is every one of them, every one of them that he posted on his Twitter page, started basically speed walking to find an elevator. One of them, two of them actually went downstairs. Apparently the public's allowed to follow them downstairs. This reporter did. They were, this one lady, I don't remember her name, totally ignoring his question, pretended to make a phone call, totally faked it out, held the phone to her ear, and finally hung up, ran basically downstairs to try to get away from him. The cameraman, smart enough, went past her, kind of cornered her on the stairs. She took an exit went straight to an elevator, and you could just tell that she was aggravated that she was being asked this question. And here was the question. Do you think it's legal for Donald Trump to ask for help against a political opponent from a country like the Ukraine? Nobody, not one of them, not one of those congressmen, not one single one, not the congresswoman, not one of them, even attempted to answer the question. They basically went mute and continued to walk, speed walk, to try to find an exit to get away from the question. And the question is simple. Do you think it's legal for Donald Trump to try to persuade an outside influence, another country, to meddle in our elections? And they refuse to answer the question. It's a simple yes or no question. They refused to answer it. Why? <laughs> you think it would be really easy to say, if someone asks you this question, uh, excuse me, Mr. Kaufman, uh, do you think it's uh, legal for Donald Trump to uh, try to obtain the help of a foreign country to meddle in our elections? Fuck no, it's not legal. It's wrong. It's completely wrong. It's immoral. It should be made illegal. He should be arrested. There's my answer. Um, excuse me, Mr. Kaufman. Well, how did you come up with that answer? Uh, because I call myself an American. Because I love my country more than some dutard. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Kaufman, for your... That's how it should have worked. I mean, that's, I firmly believe that's all they had to say. They had to denounce his ass. That's all they had to do. Denounce Donald Trump. Just say it. Donald Trump is a piece of shit. No, I do not support what he's what he's doing with Ukraine or any other country to try to meddle in our elections. I no, no, don't like it. No. Done. Done. You've answered the question. 
And not only did you answer it, you answered it correctly. Not, a, not only did you answer it correctly, you answered it like an American. And these traitors to America refuse to answer that question. Completely, utterly refused to answer that question. Instead, they ran for elevators, ran for stairs, ran for offices that they could go into to escape answering a very simple question. I call it simple because there's only one true good answer if you love this country. But these congressmen and congresswomen ran for it. They ducked it. They were looking for every exit they could find. They wanted to get the fuck out of there. They were like, hello, not answering this question. What I don't get is why not? It's just a very simple question. You either love this country or you don't. There. Simple. Done. Over. Could have saved that poor reporter a lot of footwork. But instead, they refuse to answer the question, which tells me everything I need to know about these politicians. They are not American. They no longer believe in America. They don't care about the American experiment. They don't care about freedom. They don't care about your rights or my rights or a free, fair election. What they care about is retaining and keeping the powers that they have bestowed upon them by the public of this nation. And they're willing to do whatever it takes, obviously, including kissing Trump's ass and supporting treason. As an American, I don't see how they could answer that question without just saying the truth. No, it is not right for the President of the United States to try to influence this election with outside help from a foreign country. It's as simple as that. That easy. It would have been done and over and kapoof. Done. Kaput. Whatever. A German word for whatever.
for entertaining uh entertaining me while I tried to pretend to sing. I actually used to have a really good voice. I've been told I sing like angels. And no, I'm not talking about the movie Step Brothers. I was told I had the voice of angels once. I think it's changed dramatically. I don't think I any longer have the voice of an angel. Oh, <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Driving through uh, where I live, there's a huge job going on, on a bridge. I've heard that they're trying to reconstruct the bridge, trying to do some sort of work to it. I don't know what it is. Um, it's very interesting. They've got this mesh underneath the bridge to catch debris. I think, what I think is actually happening, I think they found some sort of rat. Or, or a bat uh, nest or something. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. But uh, it sure seems that way. Like they're trying to get rid of the bats because it's going to destroy the metal infrastructure. Well, I'm sure bat urine is not very good for steel. I'd be wrong. Actually making really good time. I was surprised. I'm almost at uh, where my son is. Uh, almost at his school. And I thought to myself, wow, I figured I'd be like a, a good hour. And it, it's pretty close to uh, 45 minutes, but I didn't start recording that early. Uh, I could have started a lot earlier. So I, I'm making really good time. So this might be not that long of a show after all. I apologize. I know you guys love listening to me. I know you find me, uh, it's just awesome. <laughs> My political commentary is just beyond measure, I know. It's fascinating and engrossing. I'm sure you uh, can't get enough of me. Fuck Trump. I love America. That's pretty much basically all I say every day. I, you know, I do this, like I said before, and I'll say it again, there are no... 
outlets out there. There is no real non-conservative outlets. Even Seth Rogen is pretty much a Trump supporter. I don't know what the hell to call him. But, you know, I, I used to like Glenn Beck, and he turned into a complete utter moron. Um, I've never been a Hannity fan, never been a Mark Levin fan. Hi, I'm Mark Levin, and I support treason. Donald Trump is the best president America has ever had. I know Rudy Giuliani. Rudy is a great guy. He's incredible. He's a great man. He makes a great lawyer. I mean, this is, I mean, I've listened to Mark. Mark Levin looks to me like a Nazi librarian. Glenn Beck has turned into this weird suit-wearing fruitcake. I don't know what. He looked almost like he wants to pretend he's a professor. I mean, he's actually a really smart, intelligent guy. I used to like Glenn Beck. But, I mean, I'm not a conservative Republican. But he changed into something. I don't know what the fuck he is now. I used to like Glenn Beck. Now I'm like, dude, you've, like, sold your soul for a suit that makes you look like you're 90. Should be working at some freaking coliseum somewhere. That is my opinion. Like it, don't like it, love it, don't love it, hate it. It's all good to me. Don't care. What is up with these young men nowadays? They wear these flat bill hats. I must be getting old. I see these guys, these kids, wearing these flat billed hats, and I'm like, dude, what is that? What, what kind of hat is that? It doesn't even look like a hat. It doesn't even resemble what I think it is. It's not a hat. It's some kind of flat-billed head cover. I, I'm sorry. I think baseball caps should have a bend in the bill. These guys, these kids, these men, I don't know what they are. They have these weird flat-billed hats. I mean, I don't know what it is. I guess maybe I'm getting old. I, I see it and I'm like, what is that? Oh, look, cheerleader tryouts. I bet my son's in a whole nother world right now. Cheerleader tryouts, oh my god. I know if I was his age, I'd be like, oh, cheerleaders, oh, oh, dude, oh, that's awesome, oh, cheerleaders, oh. My son is actually one of the tallest kids on the team. He's like, I don't even know how tall he is now, 6'5". We had an argument the other day. I said some hateful things to him because he said some hateful things to me. We went back and forth for a little while. And uh, here he comes. And he's like, oh, shit, it's my dad. He probably won't like this because he doesn't like my recordings. But, oh, well. Hello. Hello. How are you? I am tired, but okay. How was your, uh, how was your practice? It was good. I got my tackled. Tackled? Yeah, kind of. Like during the game, or practice? Yeah, we were doing like three on three. Uh -huh. But I pump faked. Yeah. And someone like jumped on top of me. Doesn't it happen a lot in basketball? Yeah, if you're good, like on, at the post. It actually used to happen on fast breaks.
Well, I managed to get off work early enough to come get you. I was worried because we were going to start late on a job and probably not got, got probably wouldn't have gotten done till seven, eight o'clock. But uh, the guy I was working with kind of closed up shop and said we'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow I have late later practice. So. Well, what time is it tomorrow? Six forty-five, I think. I got a uh, paper copy. Do the girls have practice after you guys have practice? Yeah. So the, will the girls be practicing after you get done? Mm-hmm. All right, because I I might be working late tomorrow. Yeah, I got I got late practice tomorrow though. Like it ends up, they have practice first tomorrow okay. because so we can shoot with the football players because they get out at like six thirty or six. Okay. Well, what I'll I'll make sure I, I get you. It probably won't be till seven or so. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Danger Close USA, American Podcast Radio, and your host, Jeff Kaufman. I'm going to go be dad. God bless America. Hooah.